this is actually the the chapter where we get Tom Watson's last text. Yeah, yeah, to, well, we didn't really to, get that. Yeah, because really I was I, I mentioned time, it. I mentioned it, but I never read them. So should we read the text? Yeah, let's do. Should we do the exchange? Like one of us does Len and one does Tom. All right. Well, I guess I'll be Tom then, because I always have to read <laughs> terrible people. So I'll be Tom Watson. <laughs> Where? What page is this? Can you? Uh, tell me? I have an ebook, so I don't know what page this is in the book. It's like uh, the, yeah. it's uh chap the page before chapter eighteen starts. Uh, no, wait, hang on, I've gone too far back. Um, no, it's not frying pan, is it? Yeah, because I can't, like... Wait, no, it so is for, the frying pan. Yeah, so for people who don't know, uh, um, who are listening, the ebook has, like, a location on it. So if Jack asks me what page, uh. I have to be, like, location 3134, which is obviously, like, something he can't understand through uh, no fault of his own. <laughs> I've got it, I've got it. All so right, we, you got it. I remember we said last time that, like, Tom Watson's supposed objection here is uh, basically because Jeremy wrote a piece in The Observer saying that he wouldn't step down voluntarily, but that his MPs were welcome to challenge him, which Tom Watson, despite knowing full well that Corbyn wasn't going to step down voluntarily, took as some kind of vicious declaration of war or pretended to take obviously Tom Watson is like the most disingenuous person in the world and this is a pure case of crocodile tears uh, that you're getting in these in in these uh, pieces so let's just like read what Corbyn wrote first oh yeah um, Corbyn said I have made clear I am ready to reach out to Labour MPs who oppose my leadership and work with the whole party to provide the alternative the country needs. That's why I am pleased that trade union leaders are exploring ways to bridge the gap and work together more effectively. But MPs also need to respect the democracy of our party and the views of Labour's membership. Those who want to challenge my leadership are free to do so in a democratic contest in which I will be a candidate. Chilling. Yeah, Chilling. Oh my Demanding God. a democratic contest? Oh. <laughs> when, this when, Stalinism is out of control. When he said, those who want to challenge my leadership, uh, you can tell that was an anti-Semitic dog whistle. Like, Hate speech. Yeah. These weren't the texts Gail I mean, they are also, But they are also very funny, these texts. So oh, we are you, so were we... you talking about the... Like, oh, uh, no, the I really think... weird text, yeah. The, oh, <laughs> right. So these are... Yeah, so these, these are... This is one exchange. We'll do, we'll do both these We'll do exchanges. both. We'll do so... both. Because he's such a weird texter. So I'll do Tom Watson. Um, he says, so hello, start. Len. Yeah. Hello, Len. This article by Jeremy in today's Guardian will probably end my ability to hold the PLP back today. It's not been widely read yet, I suspect, because a lot of the PLP oh, are illiterate. But... Catty bitch. Like, it's not um, been widely read yet. Fuck yeah. off. You but... know that people read Corbyn articles. <laughs> and also, like, let's be honest, the PLP can't read by and large. Anyway, yeah, they are illiterate, but... <laughs> especially Jess Phillips. The, <laughs> what, the most illiterate one has written the most books of any of them. <laughs> I, I had to read one of those books. I'm still mad about it. Anyway, oh um, but suspect when it does, we'll have yeah, to she just write, expect... she, I think she writes them in fucking, like, alphabetti spaghetti. Probably <laughs> p- purchased with bogus expenses or, like, a handout from Murdoch or something. Alright, okay, I need to finish reading this text because yeah, we're getting bogged down. Um, but suspect when it does, we'll just have to expect the rest is inevitable. Len replies then, I'm not sure why you feel so pessimistic, Tom. The article just about gets it right. As I said yesterday, you haven't got a magic wand, and if you can't hold people together, so be it. 
I've got the other GSs to now engage in what I believe will be in what will be difficult negotiations, but ones where, if we had the time, I believe could produce a solution. Your belief that the courts might rule Jeremy out from being on the ballot in a leadership contest will undoubtedly split the party, and there's no doubt in my mind that some on the right of the party want that. The idea of Unite disaffiliating would suit them, and they are not interested in Labour losing elections, so... As I said yesterday, we should just stay focused on trying to do the principled thing, and if it falters, we can walk away with our heads held high. Okay, to which um, Tom responds, It's that he says there is no prospect other than a challenge to his leadership. Let's see what happens when MPs have read it. Again, pointing out MPs can't read, and also that's not what was said, (laughs) like, at all. I mean... Do you he, think? he says he says they're free to do so. Do you know what that means? You're free to not do so. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, you're right. It's like yeah, yeah you could like, just not do this. You could I am, just I not am free. destroy the party, guys. Yeah, like I am free to smash my face against the wall. I can also not do it. I regularly don't. Sometimes yeah. I, you know, whatever. But yeah, like... yeah on occasion it's got to be done. Yeah, but I get yeah. I get what you're saying there exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Len replies. Uh, that, oh, sorry, that, I just want to say that is a terrible response to, like, the detail in that Len McCluskey uh, text. You know, that's... Yeah, like, I know. Len, Len gave Tom, like, he fully explained his rationale, and Watson's just like, oh, I don't know, it sounds a bit... Um, I wrote back, he said he wants to reach out and he is in talks with the unions. A statement about the challenge, about a challenge is the only way to unseat him now, is a statement of fact, Tom. If you are getting cold feet, just let me know, please. I received no reply. A bit later on, I texted again. Tom Brighton looks good. Dave Ward, Dave Prentice, John Hannah and me. Tim can't make it, but that's okay. Maybe Paul Kenny will deputise. Tell Rosie and John, the Grand Hotel, lunch provided. I'll ring you later. So he offered this man a fucking free lunch. And Tom, yeah. Tom Watson, in the past, never wanted to pass up a free lunch. I guess this was, this might have been like this around the start of his his uh, drive, his weight loss drive. He was like, "No, sorry, I've just I've got my coffee with butter in, and that's all oh, I need." That's um, what my sort my supervisor during my masters used to do was keto. And it <laughs> fucking brutal. <laughs> Again, no reply. So so he the man offers him a free lunch. Tom Watson just fucking blanks him. He says, "Tom, can you confirm that you are all coming down to Brighton 2 p.m." The following morning, he drove down to Brighton. He turned on the radio in the car, and the breaking news was that Tom Watson had pulled out of negotiations with the trade unions, which le- obviously Len was furious. He says, "Yeah, bec- yeah." <laughs> understandably, he says that moment marked the death of a friendship. I haven't spoken to Tom since, save for a few barbed texts two years later, when his attempt to unseat me as Unite's general secretary failed. Now we can get on to those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those are some weird texts, let me tell you. Like, this is a very strange exchange. So, um, Len, Len starts. Where, where, oh, yeah, sorry, I need to find this now. What yeah, chapter? no worries, yeah. What chapter? Oh, oh, right, it's at the end of the close call, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Um, oh, yeah. So, Len, once, once the verdict is in... Uh, in Gerard Coyne's case against Unite, which obviously ruled in Unite's favour, um, Len texted Tom Watson to say, Tom, 
you and your right wing mates in the West Midlands failed in your little coin adventure. <laughs> How sad that you turned on your friends who were always there for you in your darkest times. <laughs> your newfound friends wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire. <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so pretty so, admittedly len is spoiling for a fight here but yeah, tom, tom watson comes back with all right let me let me let me i feel like such a bell end reading this all right okay it is better to conquer yourself than to win a thousand battles <laughs> then the victory is yours it cannot be taken from you not by angels or by demons heaven or hell which the... does sound like the intro to a black metal song <laughs> the man has just like wanked himself into absolute bliss he's just <laughs> he's just like lying on 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 his on his floor cushions in the secret lock drench wank bu- bunker yeah, just like it's... glazed eyes like either that or it's a... peace <laughs> I expect next time I listen to Rotten Christ, that's what the opening is going to be. Um, but yeah, what does what does Len say then? Len's just like, how philosophical. Good luck. And then Tom is such a fucking catty bitch here. Let me just... <laughs> you probably know it's a quote from Buddha. I prayed for you. Prayed you can find peace. And despite everything, I greatly care for you and often worry about you. And then this is a killer final line in this chapter. That was the last time I heard from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great friend, Tom Watson. Caring, yeah. caring friend. Who just, I like how he says, uh, pretty much in both those extracts, he says that Tom that the Gerard coin campaign of 2017 was like a Tom Watson coup against him. Yeah. Oh my god, but yeah, like, just the whole lot of fucking shit going on. 